Chiefs edging out the Eagles 38-35 to win Super Bowl 57 last night. Kansas City milked that clock on the last drive. They also got a crucial first down thanks to a third down defensive holding penalty. That on James Bradbury with under two minutes remaining. That was one expensive call for the Eagles. Shannon, should a flag indeed have been thrown? Yes, it was a flag. James Bradbury admitted as much that he held him. It, it's, it's really that simple. They don't throw penalties say, you know what, we can throw penalties in the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, early in the fourth quarter. But if it's late in the ball game, we're not going to throw a penalty because it might impact the ball game. James Bradbury IV impacted the ball game. He got out of position. He knew he was beat. And he held Juju in order for getting to his route. He ran an option route. He released inside on the shallow. He, you know, dropped his hip, was going to option back out. And he tugged him with his right hand. Mm. It's a penalty. I, but you know what I didn't hear? I remember just three years, I think it was four years ago, maybe about five years ago, Patrick Mahomes' first year. Mm. D Ford lined up offsides. Tom Brady threw an interception. I didn't hear not one person said, I can't believe the official threw the flag. I heard you say it all for like two and a half hours. No, 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 no I didn't skip because he lined up offsides. Mm. If you commit a penalty, it doesn't matter. If I'm in victory formation, I go to take a knee. The defense jumps offside. They're going to throw a penalty, even though we're going into victory formation. Skip, he held him. James Bradbury admitted as much. He said, yes, I grabbed his jersey. I, I tugged his jersey. I was hoping the official wouldn't he, call he, it. He did not say he grabbed him. What he, he said, said he, he held him. That's okay, what he said. So, I held him. Okay. Okay. He held him. Yep. Sorry for the miss, uh, mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the words, uh, the wordplay. Yes. See now, so so you calling James Bradbury a liar? Nope, I'm not. So he, I, I appreciate the fact he took the high road and all of the blame. No, 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 Skip. Yep. No, 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 no. It wasn't no high road. He did that. So let me get this straight. Wells Fargo on Wilshire between Wilshire between Westwood and Gailey on Wilshire got robbed. They said we got robbed. I raised my hand. I robbed the bank. Mm. Man, shout they robbed that bank. They shouldn't. They shouldn't arrest Shannon Sharp for that. Mm. I just told you I robbed the bank. The bank said he got robbed. Carl Shepherds. Mm. He said, told pool reporters. The receiver went inside. He was attempting to release to the outside. The mm. defender grabbed his jersey with his right hand mm. and restricted him from releasing outside. So, therefore, defensive holding. Mm. It's plain as day. That's what happens, Skip. You don't throw You cannot be in a situation and say the ball game is tied. You know what? It's a flag. It's a penalty. But I'm not going to call it because I don't want people to think I impacted the game. No, James Bradbury IV impacted the game. He mm. got out of position. He held to keep Juju from beating on the whip route, and that's what happened. It's really that simple, Skip. It's really not that complicated. Yes, it was a very good game. Yes, both teams scored 35 points, and I told you it was going to be a high-scoring game. And I went back and looked at the box score from last year, Skip. Remember, they played last year, and Patrick Mahomes threw five touchdowns with one interception, and Tyreek went bonkers. So I said, you know what? That defense could be had. I thought it was going to be a 34-31 ball game. I was off. It was 35, uh, 38, 35. But I, I just felt that the way these offenses could go up and down the field, it was going to come down to one mistake, Skip. Mm. And it was the one mistake was what? By J the referee. No, no, no. Yeah. Jalen Hurts fumbled mm. the ball, Skip. Mm. Because now, because you think about it, Skip, if you watch the play clock, the Eagles never snapped the ball outside of five seconds mm. because they're trying to minimize T Patrick Mahomes' time of possession. They know. But I told you. What did I tell you? He don't need the ball long. He don't need long. Mm. He don't need it. And did a number on y'all. Okay. He's it's, officially the GOAT now. Okay.
it is now my turn to respond to the flag that was thrown okay. that marred one of the all-time great Super Bowls and robbed the Philadelphia Eagles of a shot with a minute and a half left with a quarterback who did outplay Patrick Mahomes yesterday of having one last real shot, minute and a half left, as hot as his hand was, as, as great as his playmaking skills were on display yesterday, I would not have bet against him, not only to go down and get the tying field goal, because it would have been 38-35 at that point with a minute and a half right. left. I believe he would have gone and scored a touchdown that would have won the game. But we'll never know, because a referee threw a ticky-tack cheap flag, a cheap foul call, that ruined the game and, and took away a chance for the Eagles to win a game that I thought they were highly capable of winning. The flag should not have been thrown because it was the classic NBA-style play where you just say play on. There, Why? there wasn't nearly enough there to throw a game-ending penalty flag. But he held it. I, I don't see a jersey grab. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm talking about an obvious, blatant fistful of jersey. I don't see it. I, I don't see it. it. He touches him with his right hand. No, Skip. No, 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 yeah. not that play. Right here, Skip. He's okay. grabbing no, him. No, he didn't. He didn't grab him. Oh, he, just, he just put his hand on his side. No, There's no fistful of a jersey there. Skip, come then on, he touches Skip. him with the left hand. And meanwhile, there, there's no impeding. It's it's a strike, what they call a strike route. So he's, you're supposed to strike in, strike out. And the ref struck out. That's who struck out because he throws a flag on, on a, a 50-50 call at best that is going to end the game because Mahomes has got a little bit of pressure. He had no pressure the whole game, but Sweat's putting a little, making him sweat a little bit. And I'm pretty sure he's just throwing it away because the ball is way uncatchable. If yeah. there's no impeding whatsoever, the ball is way uncatchable. Well, the reason, Skip, the reason why he threw it away because the guy held. Mm. If, so let me ask you a question. So why did James Bradbury touch him? If he was in such great position, why did he feel he needed to put any hand on him? Okay, it's just like hand-checking in basketball. He's just a little hand-check with the right, a little hand-check with the left. But I don't see a blatant grab and pull because you don't see Juju impeded at all. Yep. You, you don't see him redirected. I, I don't see anything where, oh, he can't move. He's, he's not being allowed to break backwards. You make it seem like the guy tackling. The rule says you cannot impede. Mm -hmm. I need to be able to go inside, run my route without you at any point in time deterring me from moving back to in the direction I want to go. That's what the rule says. So it doesn't have to, you don't have to tackle the guy. You don't, the guy doesn't have to fall down. He tugged him. And the really good DBs know, understand how to tug away from the official. But just so happens that Juju back was right to the judge, the back, uh, uh, the side judge, mm -hmm. and he could see it. Mm, I, I don't see it. And by the way, our man Greg Olson, who's done an amazing job this year yes. as our new lead analyst, jumped right on top of it with, with some very strong commentary of that's not a flag. Why isn't and, it? And our man Mike Pereira cross-examined him. And then to Greg's what undying credit, he doubled down on it. it let's hear what they had to say. Because you don't hear the sound. I don't. So I did not hear this. Hear. You'll see James Bradbury. They're going to say he grabs him. He's got his left hand on his back. I don't know. Mike, listen, I think on this stage, I don't know, I think you let him play, finish this thing out. I don't love that call, Mike. I mean, I think you got to see the whole thing. It seemed to me at the initial break, he grabbed the back of the jersey and pulled it. If we see that, I think that is a hole. I know he's got that right hand. I get it. I just think in this moment, oh man, that is a game-altering penalty. 
I vehemently disagree Thank with you. Greg Thank you. Thank you, Greg Olson. I vehemently disagree with yeah. Greg Olson. The moment should not matter whether a penalty is thrown. Mm. If it's a foul, it is a foul. Mm. How about let's close the case with somebody you know fairly well, the great LeBron James. Yes. Great sports fan, great mind, highest IQ in basketball, yes. and really, really knows the game of football. Could we see what he tweeted? I, I'm assuming from the box that he was attending at the game. He said, sorry, but I don't like that call. Not for the Super Bowl, man. His hand on his back had no effect on his route. This game was too damn good for that call to dictate the outcome at the end. Damn. By the way, I have no horse in the race. Just my professional opinion. Thank you, Mr. James, you know for what? closing the case. Can I disagree with LeBron? Yeah. Well, you, uh, you, you better. I, how about this here? Yeah. Well, I agree. That's why the official swallowed the whistle when Jason Tatum fouled you. Mm. Officials should not have thrown the flag in that moment. That game was too good mm. to be marred by the penalty by Jason Tatum at the end. Mm. You see, LeBron lost his mind because why, Skip? Why? He got fouled by Jason Tatum in the closing seconds. Mm -hmm. So under that scenario, it was blatant. The whole world said it was a foul. It was blatant. The no, whole nobody in the world, <laughs> nobody said. I don't know about that one. I definitely don't know no, about this on. one. Wait, I don't see a, a fistful of jerseys. Wait a minute, Skip. Under scenario, what James uh, LeBron just said, mm -hmm. that game was too good. Mm. to be decided by an official mm -hmm. in the final seconds. Well, it's a ticky-tack call. Okay, it's ticky-tack. Yeah. So yeah. you got to let him play on. No mm. blood drawn. Mm. So in other words, you say, well, Shannon, he didn't pull his pants down. Mm. He didn't pull his jersey off. Mm. So therefore, it can't be a foul. It is a penalty. Mm. And you can't dictate, you can't let the game is close. It's late in the fourth quarter. We can't throw a flag. Mm. That's not the way referees are supposed to officiate ball games, regardless mm. of sport. Well, unfortunately for the Philadelphia Eagles, the flag got thrown, and instead of Jalen Hurts having a minute and a half left, he had eight seconds yeah. left. Way to go. Congratulations, Shannon. Congratulations, Patrick. Are you not upset about the Eagles' defense? The, uh, Patrick yeah. Mahomes had four possessions in the mm -hmm. second half. Yeah. What did he do with them, Skip? He cashed all of them. Three touchdowns in that last field goal right yeah. there. So don't be mad at the officials because you had a 10-point lead. Skip, at the end of the day, and I, I have the utmost respect for Greg Olson. He played the position I play. And I, I, as a matter of fact, I saw him uh, um, in, at, uh, at Super Bowl. And by the way, I'm going to double down on this. He was really good he, this year. Like really, really good. I'm, I'm going to take your word for it. Yes, Because I haven't, I know. <laughs> I haven't well, heard it, sir. But Skip, you cannot officiate a game saying, well, because the game is a playoff game or the game is this and it's in the waning seconds, swallow your whistle when a penalty has been – when a foul has been committed. I don't care. First quarter, overtime, second quarter, fourth quarter, I don't care. I'm not throwing a flag on Why? that. It's just hands-on where you're just touching. You're not impeding and at you, all. And you do realize – these are the best officials the NFL has to offer. Mm -hmm. Congratulations to my homeboy, SSU's finest stump, mm -hmm. Roy Ellison, umpire, his third Super Bowl skip. These are the best that the NFL has to offer. Now, you're telling me because it was the Super Bowl, because it's 35-35, don't throw a penalty. I know you saw a penalty. I know it, he impeded his progress, but don't throw it in this moment. Because the moment is too big for a penalty. So why the hell you have officials then? The refs had not been a factor the whole day. They're at their best when we don't notice them. And finally, one ref had to throw one flag that decided the game. It I, ended I, the game. Well, I thought early on, 
uh, Juju complained about a penalty, and Brad Bear held. I thought Brad Bear held him on that one. I think it was in the first quarter, maybe late, early mm-hmm. second quarter. I thought Brad Bear impeded him then. Okay. And what if he was smart, he went to the officials. Now, you, you, you owe me one. Now, you mm-hmm. saw him. He spit me around on that well, one. Maybe that's what he did. Look at this. See? Maybe he got paid. Look at this. Yep. So I guess this is not a penalty either, huh, Skip? Mm. That's not a penalty either. Yep. That's not a penalty either, right? That was worse than the last. Thank one. you. I, I will agree. So that and yep. that that was a that was a third down. So now they got to punt the football. Mm-hmm. So you see what you do is that you get up. Look at it. Holding. So he got away with one. He didn't learn his lesson. Mm. So you guess what happened? Now if I tell you it's hot, 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 mm. and you go back and touch it again, you're gonna get burned. He went to the well too late. See, got tugged him by the jersey. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that play actually lost the Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles. No, the Eagles' defense mm. lost the Super Bowl for mm. the Eagles. And who called that all t- for, t- for two weeks? Who kept calling it? Somebody sat across from me for two straight weeks saying, the Eagles are the much deeper team. Baloney they, they are. are. That, that's the biggest crock you've ever tried to sell me on this show. That they eat, What did I tell you about from the start? You picked them. I, I know, because of Jalen Hurts, and he did everything I thought he would do. I predicted it from top to bottom. What Jalen Hurts would do. But I said that the Eagles defense allowed 40 points at Dallas on Christmas Eve. I said they're flawed, they're gettable, they're torchable, and that Brandon Ayuk told the truth last week when he said they're going to get exposed. And I told you yesterday on our show, pre-game show yesterday on Big Fox, I said Jalen Hurts is going to have to rise above his defense because if his defense is on the field for too long, Mahomes will have his way because that pass rush is the most overrated pass rush in the history of football. They were supposed to be on a historic pace. They could pass the 85 Bears if they get three (laughs) sacks today. And I'm saying they didn't even breathe on Patrick Mahomes because his offensive line led the league in pass block win rate. And and the the Eagles uh, defensive line led the league in pass. Pass, rush, I, win, I rate. don't know. Did you see any wins yesterday? Skip, they did everything you said. You said they, that Jalen Hurst needed to be somewhere between like 9 and 15. Yep. He was 11 of 18. He that, was 13. That works. He right? was 13 of 20 on third and fourth down. Okay. You said time of possession needed to be I, 35, 35 to 25. 25. It was 36-24. So they did everything. But what the – Skip, that's why I told you it was going to be a high-scoring game because I thought the defenses, both of the defenses, I was surprised. The, thing, the one thing that surprised me, Skip, was the, was was Kansas City's ability to stop the run? You got to be surprised by that because outside of Jalen Hurts scrambles, okay. what, what did I tell you going in? Pacheco was the best running back on the field, except for Jalen Hurts. But as as far as running backs went. Is there anybody – did you see Miles Sanders yesterday? Did you see Gainwell? They're, they're not that good. I, I'm, no, no, Skip, I, I, I disagree with you because Miles Sanders had over 1,200 yards. But I don't know, something happened. I mean, the first play of the game, he fumbled the ball, he got a big hit on him. But, and, and they seem to have went with Gainwell, and they went with Boston uh, as opposed to Miles Sanders. So <clears throat> I'm sure it will come out. Something's going to come out because I was surprised that he didn't get more opportunities. Did, didn't you love what Pacheco did? They, they had 158 yeah. yards rushing. And get, think about it, Skip. 26 rushes, 27 pass attempts. Mm. The Ma- Patrick Mahomes, they scored, they scored 38 points. They had the ball eight times. So if you look at it, if, if Buckner doesn't miss that field goal, they score on six of those eight possessions. Mm-hmm. That's why when I went back, that's why I thought it was going to be a high-scoring game because, look, what about your guy Reddick? Did you hear Reddick's name called yesterday? No, I did not. What about Sweat? What about Brandon Graham? I, I saw Sweat get one rush on Mahomes that was legit. O'Brown wi- yeah. wiped him out. Yeah. And if you look at the, one of the scrambles that uh, uh, 
Mahomes got to the right. Yep. Wiley is mauling Hassan Reddick. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about mauling him. He was. They should have called a cop. They should have mm -hmm. threw a flag on that. Assault mm -hmm. with intent to do bodily harm. Yep. How about big play Slay? I, I think he was didn't play Slay. Well, I, I couldn't but, find but, him. Well, I don't know if he had uh, MBS because, Skip, mm -hmm. it was late in the third quarter before he completed a pass to Juju, to the wide receivers. Prior to that, everything was going, everything was either uh, uh, to the running back or it was to Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. Even Noah Gray, I think his name is Noah Gray. Noah Gray, I think mm -hmm. that's the, yep, tight end. The other tight end. I, and yep. and uh, they got an incompletion trying yep. to throw it to the other tight end. So then all of a sudden, the receiver's like, hold on, wait a minute. Look at all their receivers getting the ball. Look at Devontae and look at A.J. Brown and look at all these guys getting the ball. Let me get me some of that. Mm. Okay, then Juju come. And then Kadarius Tony ran the same route. It's something from that formation that the, that, uh, uh, that Kansas City saw, Skip. Yep. Both times you saw Tony do it to one side, Sky mm. Moore. They bring the double gut blitz. The guys know they got to get over the top because it's, it's blitz coming. Option back out. I'm talking about wide open. But, Skip, I, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to disagree with LeBron. And I understand the Eagles' frustration. I think every side, if you're Eagles, you say, let that go. If you're Kansas City, you say, that was a flag. Okay. I don't really have a dog in the fight. Hell, Skip, I played, I played in Denver. Kansas City was one of our division rivals. So it's not I'm a Dallas Cowboy <laughs> fan. Exactly. I hate the Eagles. <laughs> Neither of us have a dog in the fight. So, But I, I, I think, for me, that was a penalty. And I don't think the, uh, uh, the time of the game or the magnitude of the game should dictate whether a penalty is thrown or not. Okay, we agree to disagree on that. Okay. So the single biggest reason to you that the Chiefs won that Super Bowl was? My homeboy had to be great in the second half, and he was better than great. Mm. I don't know if there's something, what is better than great? Because he was 13 or 14, 93%. And 93 yards. 90, no, no, I'm saying 93% oh, completion. Oh, yeah, but, but he, he threw for 93 yards. But okay. here's the thing, Skip. The Eagles was taking so much time off the clock, mm -hmm. he had to score every possession. If he doesn't score on every possession, guess what? By the, there's five, six minutes off the clock before they get the ball back. The Eagles took the ball 11 plays. Eagles took the ball 17 plays. Do you know how much time runs off a clock, Skip? They couldn't get off the field on third down. Mm. Skip, and they weren't picking up just third and threes. They picked up third and 14. They picked up third and 11. They picked up third and nine. Who in the hell picks up third and nine, third and 14, third and 11? continuously, consistently, the Eagles did yesterday. Patrick Mahomes knew that. He's hobbled. They tried to maim my man, but he on one leg. But you see, hey, you see where the money need to – They showed the money to the middle of the table. That's what you love to say about Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. He took that ball. You ain't never seen a, a quarterback run like that. Mm. Tom Brady could never pick him up and put him down like old Mahomes boy. He never needed to. Now, now look at this. Look at this, Skip. Look, yep. look at it pulling away from yep. Boy, well, that, way. Ankle, that ankle looks pretty good. No, don't do that, Skip. Hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. I'm going to go back to what you said. You said that you sprained your ankle on some running shoes, but you was able to chug along, go right ahead. Because go. you know and I know, and he said after the game, it's okay running straight ahead. Yeah. It's when you have to plant and <laughs> yeah, cut, yeah. you can't. Okay. Because it is just too stinging yeah. painful. Yeah. Okay? I, I get all that. All right. Patrick Mahomes was very good in the second half. No, he was great. But, but he was an all-time great in the second half, and I think you're overrating what he did because to throw for only 93 yards in the second half is not as sensational as, say, Brady against Seattle's Legion of Boom. That was 124 in the fourth quarter. Or Brady coming back from 28-3 down against the Atlanta Falcons in that Super Bowl. That was 246 yards by Brady in the fourth quarter and overtime as they came all the way back to 34-28. But in order to get an opportunity, mm -hmm. Skip, you have to have the ball. Look how little he actually possessed the ball. Skip, the man scored 38 points. 
with 20 with 24 minutes time of possession. Who does that? Mm. Well, he did it exactly. against that defense that I first guessed because I told you they got to play the New York football Giants in the first playoff game at home, yeah. and the Giants were overachieving all year, which is why Brian Dayball won Coach, Coach of the year. year, and I give it to him. He right. deserved it. Yes. Then they got to play the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> without a quarterback because Brock Purdy was gone in the first series. And Ayuk said we were going to expose them, and we lost our quarterback. Yes. And that's exactly what happened. True. So what, whatever – time Patrick Mahomes had the ball yesterday he was going to do severe damage on a defense that was wildly dramatically overrated yes I kept telling you I have no idea how the Eagles are a point and a half favorite in this game because I tried to first guess it close my eyes before I saw the first spread and I said Kansas City should be a four or five point favorite right well, they have the two best offensive players in Mahomes and Kelsey, and they both now they're playing in their third Super Bowl, so experience right. was all on their side. Yes. Chris Jones is the best defensive player on the field, and he didn't have a great game, but he is the anchor of that defensive right. line. And by the way, they did not run them out of the park as a lot of people thought yes, they were. I, I thought, they, I thought okay. they was Jalen Hurts' legs and a lot of that skill was scrambled. It was. I, I agree. So the point was – Jalen Hurts had to be extraordinary yesterday, and I was so proud of him. I've been a fan of his since his days at Alabama and the one year he spent at the University of Oklahoma because his father raised him the right way. He's got as great a football backbone as I've ever seen, and in his first Super Bowl, I thought he played well enough to be the, the second player ever to win MVP as the as a losing quarterback, no. okay? Because my guy Chuck Howley, who just got elected to the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. on, on honors night, as we knew, yeah. on last Thursday night, he's a linebacker who got – I'm pretty sure 16, the vote 13, was already in yeah. because my Cowboys lost to Baltimore on a walk-off field goal, 16-13, to 13, mm-hmm. and Chuck Howley, a linebacker, not a big star, but a very good player. Yeah, he's a good player. And, and as a senior candidate, he deserves to be in your Hall of Fame. But, but again – I thought Jalen made a strong case that he could have been the MVP in this game because he threw for 304 yards. He ran for three touchdowns and threw for another touchdown. No quarterback in the history of this game has ever done that. No quarterback in the history of the Super Bowl has ever run for as many as 70 yards in a game, and he did that. Yes. And I loved the way he bounced back and fought back and bounced back and fought back all game long. And it started – with Andy Reid wins the coin flip, and you and I agree, I don't know why you defer, defer when you've got Patrick Mahomes on your side, but he dared Jalen Hurts with the opening kickoff. You take it and see what you can do against my defense. Kansas City's defense is significantly better to me than Philadelphia's defense. The, the degree of difficulty for Jalen Hurts, scale of 1 to 10, was an 8. The degree of difficulty for Patrick was a 3 against Philly's defense. Skip. Philly defense rated across the board better than Kansas, uh, Kansas City's. Okay, I've I just been watching them all year, and I don't see it. I well, don't get it. Well, there, there were some things that started happening um, late in the year with the Eagles defense that caused me some concern. And I think we've come out here and we voiced it. You had the same concerns that yep. I had, but people told you and I both to shut up. Y'all, they were winning. We undefeated. Yep. Well, yada, yada, yada. You don't know what you're talking about. I say, I see some things with your defense yep. that, that's going to cause you some problems if you ever get into a situation where a quarterback can light you up. All the really good quarterbacks, yep, unfortunately, are in the AFC right now. I, think, I, I don't think you would disagree with that. The top, probably the top 10, of the top 10 quarterbacks, probably seven of them are in the AFC. Okay. And so that's not what the Eagles had to face 
the gauntlet of they going through those guys. They did not. But I thought that Jalen Hurts played as great a game for a losing quarterback as I've ever seen in a dis- Super Bowl. I won't disagree with okay. you. Okay, it, it was extraordinary from start to finish. He goes 75 yards in 11 plays, and it's 7 to nothing. Eagles. The longest opening drive okay. is at the Patriots. Okay, there you go. And then I thought, well, let's look at his first touchdown throw, the, the one to A.J. This is wavelength. This is one of your closest friends in the world. This is throwing it up to where you know he's supposed to get to. Yeah. The corner. I know, he just can't find the football. Can't find the football. They but got this, him doubled. Thornberry on this side. I know you're going to get there. I know you're going to get to the corner, and he gets to the corner, and the DB can't find the football. <laughs> but I still think it was a great throw it, and a great route. It should have been picked if the corner, yep. if the corner, but he's a rookie. Can't find so it. I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a rookie. Okay. He misplayed it. I, I love the throw. And then Patrick faces a third and eight at the 27. And this is the one pass that I thought was was bad old Patrick, where, where he got a little careless with the football and tried to force one, and the game was starting to change. This is early in the second quarter, where he forces one to Juju in the middle of the field, and it's pretty shaky. I'm not sure this is... That's right. the holding call. Oh, that's the holding call. I, it's another one. It, it was a four. That That's not the right one, but it's okay. All right, so that sets up what I thought was Jalen's best play, and that was third and eight from the 35 to on Pascal where he escapes and rolls back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. could see the, the escape. And he it came with a blitz, came with a delayed blitz. And he's, he outruns the blitzer and throws it to Pascal. And I said, this man is on fire. He was. That was a big-time Super Bowl throw for a first down on third and eight. But they have a penalty on – they're going to quarterback sneak in and it sets him back to 35 right at the 49. And this is the play of the game, the negative play of the game. It's the only turnover of the game. And it wasn't stripped. He just tried to change hands, and he lost the handle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as you can see on the fumble here. He tries to change hands, and he lost the football, and he gets a terrible, bad bounce break because it goes right to It right up in the ball. <laughs> and, and, again, sometimes those bounce to your guy. Yeah. Sometimes they bounce nowhere, and it's a scrum trying to – recover the football, but Bolton just gets it in stride, and it is a 14-point swing because it felt like they were on the move going down they to were. take a 21-7 lead. Okay, so then we've got the one throw. If, if we go back to uh, – I'm going to show you this real quick because i got to give Patrick credit for this one throw. The 7-7 to touchdown throw, I, I went over the top of it, but it's the 18-yarder to Kelsey. This is his best throw of the game. Mm-hmm. It was his only big-time throw of the game because he didn't have a lot of big-time, deep, you know, long throws. Yes. But the 18-yarder to Kelsey to start the scoring off to tie it at seven, th- this is very good. He read it. He saw it. Slay actually had him uh, Put him in motion. Yep. So and, now change it yep. because you want him on the ups. Because that is a really hard, good throw yes. right over the shoulder to a guy who's virtually uncoverable. Yeah. Kelsey okay. did a great job of not allowing the DB to square him up. Okay. So what did Jalen Hurts do after the fumble? This is where he's just winning my heart because he comes right back and he says, okay, I got you. Let me run with the football mm-hmm. because I'm not going to fumble it again. That was one mistake that I made, but I will not repeat that mistake. And if we could see what happened on the next drive, it's 75 yards and 12 plays. Jalen just says, I got this. And let's see the three uh, – it's really four runs – Here's the first one. Draw. That was the first play of the series, and he's just not going to be denied. And then here he goes again on another quarterback draw. That's and fourth and five. Yep, fourth and five, and he's not going to be denied, and he gets it down to the 10. 
And then finally he says, I got this, and it's another called run. This man can tote the rock. You know what I like most? Power. You're absolutely right, Skip. But the thing that I love most about the Eagles, they were true to who they were all year. Yep. They've been aggressive all year, Skip. And they didn't get in this game, and all of a sudden, you're like, why aren't y'all going for it now? Yep. Why you do something? No. The thing that I love most about them offensively, Skip, is they stuck true to who they were. They didn't deviate. They did they not. They put the ball in Jalen Hurts' hand on fourth down and said, make a play. They put the ball in his hand on third down and said, Jalen, make a play. And he made a play. He made one mistake that flipped the momentum back and it's it because it looked like to me, and I agree with you, looked like it felt he like 21 to 7, and all of a sudden it's 14 to 14. 14. And that, we talk about momentum, Skip. And the thing I said beginning this game is that when you have the momentum, how much separation can you put between yourself uh, and agreed. the other team? Agreed. And that was it, Skip, because they clearly had the momentum and they kept it, but you allowed them to get a, get a touchdown without Patrick Mahomes being on the field. That is and correct. And your whole point was take it under five Make seconds got and you. minimize his chances of getting, the, getting back on the field. Play, keep away. Yes. As Bill Parcells said, shorten the game because you're shortening the possessions for Patrick yes. Mahomes and, and his opportunities. Okay? So because they deferred, Mahomes gets the ball to start the second half, and to his credit, they just go right down the field, 75 yards in 10 plays, and it's 24 to 21. It was 24 to 14, uh, right. 14 and a half. So now it's 24 21. Now comes the other key play of the game for the Philadelphia Eagles. This is 619 left in the third quarter. This is a deep throw to Quez Watkins, who is the weakest link of those receivers, yeah. as you know from the Monday night game yeah. Yeah. when he got stripped. Here's the throw to Quez. And this would have been another big completion for Jalen. He throws a little bit off his back foot, but he hits him right in stride. You have to catch this because if yeah. you do, it's going to be seven points instead of three points. How good a throw was that? That was a great throw. Yeah, and, and it's just the, the young man has to put two hands up in the air and snatch the football. It goes right through his hands, through both of them. He got two hands yeah. on the ball. And if hit his you, backhand. Okay, if you catch it, yeah. I'm pretty sure they can cash that. Oh, yeah. You can have it down to the five-yard yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, they get and remember, Jalen had two 45-yard completions, one to A.J. and one to Devontae. Well, that's another one that, that looked about 45 yards Correct. to me there, too. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so that is a crushing turning point for the Eagles. That's another play that you left on the table. You fumbled it once, but you that you could wipe out the fumble there with that one. And instead, even though Goddard made a great play on the, that they reviewed and it stood. Oh, the third and, and 14. Yeah, it was third and 14. But they still petered out at the end of that drive, and they goal. had to take a field goal. And you can't do it against Patrick Mahomes right. and company in the second half of the Super Bowl. So all of a sudden, it's only 27 to 21. And then now come the two touchdown passes you referred to in the second half by Patrick Mahomes, the first ones to Tony. And, and again, these are both busted coverages, as right. you said. They're, they're just busted. Well, Skip, they, they, the, the Chiefs know they're going to come with a double-gut blitz. Both yep. backers are going to come. Yep. Now, the DB knows i got to beat him to the point, Skip, because if he runs a shallow cross, yep. you see, it's too late now. It's too over. late, too late. Because yeah, he yeah. fakes the motion, and <laughs> yeah. he goes back outside. Hard to stop. And, and look, it's just completely busted. It's a walk-in, mm-hmm. right? And the other one on the other Here. side to Sky Moore well, was the same Same thing. Yep. Okay, this is just an easy walk-in. So all of a sudden, they go back ahead 28 to 27. And by the way, <laughs> that's the other one. Okay, it's just a walk-in because, <laughs> because Avante Maddox has got him and he just can't get out right. into the flat. And you got two easy touchdown passes, walk-ins. And by the way, Vic Fangio, it was reported, helped out. He advised on the, the Eagles' defense yesterday. Right. Well, 
I couldn't tell. I don't know about you, but I couldn't tell. But Skip, right? at the end of the day, Skip, schematically, you are what you are. You do what you do. And yeah. Andy, Andy and, and EB did a great job of finding what, okay, this is what they do. Yeah. And this, if we if we set this formation this, yeah. they're probably in the red zone, Skip, they're probably 90, 95% of the time they bring the double gut blitz. Okay. We know that. Yeah. But we also know what is man coverage. And guys got to get over the top because you see Kelsey rubbing. You see how, how hard uh, Slade fought over the top, Skip? Do I? He don't want to get picked off. Yep. Hurt. Now option back away. I'm wide open for the touchdown. Okay. Same thing to Sky Moore. Now to the key for the Chiefs to winning this football game. It wasn't a Patrick pass because his longest pass of the day was 22 yards. What it was was Kadarius Toney has the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. Yep. If we could see this, this is 10 minutes and a half left, 10 and a half minutes left in the game. And if, if you let Tony, he reversed field on a low punt, which gave him a chance to see the field. And once he gets the wall and he didn't hit the wall, he ran right past the wall. And all of a sudden he goes clear to the five-yard line. Well, thank you very much. I think we can cash this, right? Yes. So you want to talk about a short field, easy, yeah. quick touchdown? And that's the one to Sky Moore that we just saw. Right. Okay. Well, that, that's a huge play that doesn't really count in the stats. It because is. It's it, field position. It, it's just terrible. You, you cannot give up that. So, so big picture for the Eagles. Jalen lost a, a scoop and score fumble. Yeah. Then Quez drops what would have set up a seven-point yeah. drive instead of a three-point drive. And then they give up the longest punt return in history and give them a five-yard touchdown. Well, it – the Chiefs are too good. Right. You, you, you're going to lose the game if you do those three things. Sometimes, Skip, you got to get a spark from someone you don't expect it. You expect Mahomes to play well. Yep. You expect Kelsey to play well. I don't know if you necessarily factored in a 65-yard punt return from Kadarius Tony. No, and Travis Kelsey said after the game, and he was kind of kidding but kind of not, yeah. tell me that Kadarius Tony wasn't the greatest midseason pickup in the history of the NFL. Well, they think so because yeah. – what did he run out of? He's 4-3, yeah. right? I mean, he can just flat fly. He was a first-round pick, and yeah. I think they gave him a fourth or a fifth rounder to get I him. I, I got him. And the he, thing, and, and Skip, he knows one thing, have to be in there for half the year. And he's going to give me opportunity. Yeah. He's going to give me opportunities that I didn't get in New York. And so now, guys are excited. Skip, in the Super Bowl, he let the, he let the uh, skill position do ring around the rosy again. Skip, in the Super Bowl, I know, really? I know. But it's who he is, what he does. And they, they love they it. They love it. Yeah, and, he loves it because it polishes his genius. Oh, and he's at it again. Yeah, he called. He called a master. He called. He, he, yeah. that, that game plan he called yesterday. I know. That's I a masterpiece. I, I would like to give Eric Bieniemy some credit yes. for it, but I don't know how to because it's just hard. <laughs> yeah, because is. Andy is Andy, and he has become the most beloved coach in the history of the NFL. Help me out. Is it, there? Because what's not like skill? He he has a great personality. He's not he's not too serious to make fun of himself. I love a good cheeseburger with anything except yep. what mustard on it. Yep. He's like, oh, he loves to have fun. But he lays out, and, and Kelsey said he lays out what he expects from us. And as long as we go do it, have as much fun as you want in the process. That is Coach correct. Belichick, nah, y'all don't have no fun. Right. Be, All right, be so here came Jalen Hurts one last time, and he goes seventy-five yards in eight plays because he got. Devontae deep, finally, wide open behind yeah, the secondary. You, 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 you see the pass. Speed. you yep. got to overlap. He, I know you're trying to play two by one, but you can't let one go scot-free. Well, he jumped it. And Jalen just said, I'm going to throw this up easy so you can just slow down and catch it. And then Devontae lost his – he, he got his disoriented yeah. and he, he stepped out of bounds. But if we could see how Jalen then scored and went for two and scored, 
These are big time runs by a big time quarterback. So he, Skip, that just that just that, that, that quarterback sneak is just ooh, hard to stop. It's, it's impossible to stop. I mean, and Chris Jones goes over the top and holds it one time. Yeah. And I didn't think he was going to make this. I didn't either. And he just said, "I got this. Yeah, I will not be denied from pay dirt." Yeah. And he crashes Duffy, you got to make this play. Duffy, you got to make this play. Yep. Duffy, you got to take his play. legs out. You got to make this play. And all of a sudden, we're back to a tie, tie ball, ball game. game. And yet, here came Pacheco, and I want to give him credit because I, he ran I told hard. You, he runs he, hard. He runs angry he runs hard. hard. He I've does. never seen anything quite like it for a kid. This is his first year, and and was he ever great? He was yeah. sensational. Okay, so uh, on on the first play of the 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 winning game winning drive, it gets to third and one, and if we could see what he does, Pacheco. Skip, that was a great play call. They got Tooney out in front of him. Look at this. Whoa. But see, he got, he, he's going to learn. you got to make yep. that guy miss and hit your head. Yep. Well, I'm glad he didn't because they, 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 they uh, scored a touchdown. Yep. They go kick the, that's the game. That's the drive the game winning uh, uh, field goal skip. That was it. And that led to Mahomes, and he motors up the middle for 26 yards, and the game's basically over. And remember, Skip, yep. McKinnon, they tried to let him score a touchdown. And he, he said, went no. down. He said, no, I ain't going to do it. And that was a game do. saver. That was a game saver because that just milked the rest of the yes. clock. It was smart yes. because they're a well-coached football yes. team, and they were well-advised, you have to get down. You have to get down. And he did because they were just daring him to score, but he just goes. He said, no, I ain't going to do that. Nope. I ain't going to do it. Not going to do it. <laughs> but in the end, they did get robbed, so no, that's oh, no, the no, end no, of no, that no, story. Skip, don't do yeah. that. Don't no. do that. Don't do that. Well, the whole boy was sensational. Can we agree now? Mahomes is the great, best quarterback in football. No question, Skip, right? Go ahead and say it, Skip. The best quarterback was watching yesterday named Joe Burrow, but that's a whole nother issue. Don't, Skip. Yeah. Really, Skip? Yeah. So, Patrick Mahomes, what did he throw for? A grand total of 182 yards? What about, hold on. Huh. You love QBR. Mm. That's the highest QBR, 96.5. He had a good they, one. They start, hold on. Only one other player has been in the 90s. That's Joe Flacco against the 49ers, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, in 2012. Yep. He had a 90.3. Yep. This man went 96.5 mm. in the Super Bowl. I remember you was lauding about one Baker, Emmanuel Mayfield, mm-hmm. had such a good, I guess, a, at a wild card game against Pittsburgh. Is, is that his middle name? No, I don't know, I know what his middle name is. I like it. <laughs> no. I think he just renamed it. No. 96. Manuel's godlike, right? 96.5 in the Super Bowl. You say that's when all the chips. That's why you love Tom Brady, because when all the chips get pushed to the table. I would have given the MVP to the losing quarterback, but that's why would you do something like that? Because he outplayed him. You don't reward losers. You don't reward losers. Mm. That's not what you do. Well, this is pro sports. It's about winning. You got to give it to somebody. So you say, well, I guess we give it to the quarterback. Really? Really? (laughs) Way to go. So you don't think he's worthy? Well, Tony might have been worthy with that punt return. I, uh, hold yeah. on. I know a guy that got a, got an MVP, threw for 145 and one touchdown on a pick. Yeah. And he got it. Yeah, I ain't going to call his name. Completed five straight passes on the game-winning drive. This guy was 13 or 14 in the second he half. He was. That was very good for a grand total of 93 yards. Very good. Yep. By the way, Jalen Hurts averaged 7.6 yards per completion to Patrick Mahomes 6.7 yards per completion. Now, now I just want to know. Knew? I want to know which guy's getting fitted for a ring from Jason of Beverly Hills tomorrow. I want to go to Disney. No, 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 no. I want to know who's going. To, who's going to Jason's of Beverly Hills for the ring? Yep, <coughs> you are correct. <laughs> but I'm a homeboy. Skip days, no I more. I'm sure. You know, I'm going to get me a Mahomes jersey. It will be an epic yeah, design, no doubt. And I'm going to get a Kelsey, too. You know I what, Patrick Jaylen, Mahomes, guys? I, I like no, 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 no. For what? <laughs> Skip, Jalen was unbelievable he yesterday. He scrambled. 
Go ahead, Jed. I'm he sorry. He scrambled Shannon for 24 first downs in the postseason. That is double more than any other quarterback, if that's a stat that helps you out, Shannon, there. Mm. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. You know, it's really interesting. The first five starting seasons for both Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, they match up really evenly. Both players reached three Super Bowls. Brady won three, Mahomes won two. Mahomes, though, has two regular season MVPs, and at this point in Brady's career, he had yet to win his first. Mahomes also has the edge in wins, passing yards, and touchdowns. Shannon, is Patrick Mahomes on his way to surpassing Tom Brady as the GOAT quarterback? I don't know if he'll surpass him, but I do know he's ahead of the curve. I know no player, no quarterback, whatever you want to label it. And I've heard a lot of people talking about what Troy Aikman had three in this many years and Terry Bradshaw had this many. How many regular season MVPs did any one of those players have? Joe Montana didn't get an MVP until year 11. 89 and 90. People don't, people don't remember, Skip. Joe came into the league in 1979. Mm-hmm. He won his first MVP in 89, his second one in 1990. Tom Brady didn't win an MVP until year 7 and year 11. Patrick Mahomes, both guys were in their 30s when they won their first MVP. Patrick Mahomes has won two MVPs, and he's 27. Tom Brady won uh, 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 his first two Super Bowls. Tom Brady wasn't the MVP in both of those. Deion Branch was the MVP in the second one. In his first two Super Bowls, Skip Terry Bradshaw was not the MVP. Franco Harris, Lynn Swan. He won the MVP in the last two Super Bowls. So when you look at the curve, two regular season MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs, led the league in passing twice, two 5,000-yard passing seasons, two first-team All-Pro, which a lot of these guys had never been an All-Pro at that point in time in their career. How can you say somebody had a comparable career to start than what Patrick Mahomes is doing currently? So to say will he pass him, I don't know. But I do know he's ahead of the curve. 
No player has two uh, had two Super Bowls and two MVPs at the age of 27 in the mm. first six seasons. Mm. No player had led the league in passing twice, two 5,000-yard seasons. The wins, the come from behind skip. And we look at uh, – and you like going second-level stats. So when you look at combined EPA, expected points added on defense and special teams over the first three Super Bowls, Tom Brady teams ranked second. Mm. Patrick Mahomes teams ranked 27th. Tom Brady, in his first six seasons, he threw passes of 25 yards or more 144 times. Patrick Mahomes has thrown 243 passes. Mm. Come on. So... He's ahead of the curve in which Tom Brady was on, in which he became legendary, in which he became iconic. Whatever status you want to use, gold, goldish. Patrick Mahomes is ahead of that curve, Skip. By any metric you use, Patrick Mahomes is ahead of the curve of the historically great players. Now, here's the thing, Skip. All the players that we talk about, Bradshaw, our colleague here, he can't add anything else. Montana, he can't add anything else. And Brady can't, well, we can't, shouldn't say it. We'll see. But as of currently, he can't add anymore. So you believe Patrick Mahomes is going to stay at the number of MVPs, the number of all pros, the number of this, the number of that, or do you believe he'll add? Mm. So with that being said, I think through first six seasons, I don't think anybody is comparable when you look at the totality. Now, if you just say Super Bowls, sure. Uh, uh, I think Aikman had three. Through his first six seasons, he came in in 89. So, yeah, he, he had six. He had three. Uh, you look at Bradshaw, I think Bradshaw through his first six. I think he came in 70. So he had, he had two. But nobody, Skip, when you factor in regular season with the accomplishments in the regular season and the comp- accomplishments in the Super Bowls, nobody's had a start like Patrick Mahomes mm. has. Yeah, just a week ago, you scoffed at the notion. You shot down any idea of Patrick Mahomes ever eclipsing Tom Brady because you basically said it's not even a fair fight. But it's not even fair to project. Hold on. But we let Jordan become the GOAT, and he doesn't have the most rings. He doesn't have the most MVPs. So why is it that's the standard for Patrick Mahomes? Does Jordan have the most regular season MVPs, or is that Kareem? Does he have the most titles, or is that Russell? Is that any of the great Celtics that played from Havlicek to Sam Jones to Bill Russell? Mm-hmm. So if we use that metric, if we say Jordan is the GOAT without the most regular season MVPs, the most uh, 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 titles, why must Patrick Mahomes surpass Tom mm-hmm. Brady in order to be greater than Okay, obviously, we always say about Michael Jeffrey Jordan that the era he played in, the competition was much tougher and keener than Bill Russell's competition in his era. Well, well, if that's the case, the guys that, that played in the 70s and 80s can say, well, Tom Brady played in the era where the quarterback was protected so heavily, he was allowed to do things that we didn't get afforded the opportunity to do. So are we using that? I haven't heard people say that. We're, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady basically crossing over in the same era, so they, they got to play by the same rules, yes, right? Yes. So it was a fair fight between those two. Oh, we think so? Yes, okay. that's what we think. Now, about. hold on now. We also, we don't have any allegations of impropriety, of someone getting an unfair advantage. So what does Spygate play into that? So if we're going to use that argument of Barry Bonds and say he was tainted and yada, 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 or the deflated and, and look, the deflate gate, it is what it is. We'll never know. Was it? Was it not? I don't know. But I'm saying there is a level of allegation swirling around. One of them is factual. The other is circumstantial. So what does that weigh in at? 
Okay, remember, on the night in question, the AFC Championship game against the Indianapolis Colts, Colts when they were supposedly busted for using <laughs> underinflated footballs, right? Right. What happened at halftime? They, they had to have they properly inflated, right? And in the second half, go look at the numbers Brady put up with a properly inflated right. football. Go look at what he did to Seattle in that Super Bowl in the fourth quarter with a properly inflated football. It had nothing to do with the inflation of the football. But I'm saying, Skip, just because you can – I've known people to do things inside of trading – get busted and then come back and do it the right way and make a ton of money. So to say, well, he made a ton of money legit doesn't mean that he didn't make some money in an ill-gotten means. Just because Tom Brady had footballs that was properly inflated and played substantially, played greater than he did with the underinflated football, that doesn't mean they weren't underinflated. Mm. That just means he's great and he played well with the properly regulated footballs. Okay, now it's my turn. Go ahead. This whole argument is complete blasphemy. I, I truly fear we're going to get struck by lightning coming down through the roof of Tell of me the why studio. through six seasons. Tell me why through six seasons. I don't why the care about six seasons. But that's what they're arguing. No, the, the point is Chad Henney might have won an MVP in Andy Reid's office. No, you, he yeah. just might have. Every time he played, he just lit it up. He played no. against Jacksonville. He, lit, he went 98 yards. Stop. And I'm saying, let him have a whole season. He could win an MVP. Stop. I'm starting because – once again, everybody's being prisoner of one little moment on Sunday night. You got and, six years of moments. Okay, I, I don't care about the regular season. I care about when the money does get pushed to the middle but of the not table. Not regular season doesn't matter. Okay, well, it, it just doesn't matter that much because Tom Brady played in an offense that was run-based for the first five or six years because, of his Gil, career. Because, you know why? Because Tom Brady wasn't the player that he later became. You had to play. You play Coach Belichick did a great thing. He catered a system that catered to what Tom Brady did really well. Yes, Tom Brady is a great quarterback, Skip, but Tom Brady wasn't what Patrick Mahomes is out of the gate. Hmm. Well, Tom Brady was a six-round pick that even Bill Belichick didn't see coming, and it took Bill a long time. It took him five years to say, wait a second, I, I should actually cater to him instead of my running game. So, we, we should start throwing the ball, and by the time we got to 2007, you know what happened. Can I ask you a question? So if you believe if Tom Brady had thrown the ball all over the yard in that first Super Bowl, they beat the Rams? Well, I mean, he, it was his first year of starting, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and so I, I just watched Jalen Hurts in his first year of starting playing in the Super Bowl, and he played No, it was great. his second year okay. of starting. Well, I mean, in his first, his first year of actually getting to start, yeah. So okay, go ahead. Okay, but, okay, I got you. But, but the, the, it's his first Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So here's what I know about Patrick Mahomes. Going into Sunday night, Patrick Mahomes had played in two previous Super Bowls. He had thrown a grand total of two touchdown passes in those two Super Bowls against four interceptions. He was two touchdowns to four interceptions. And I kept saying, man, you're really overrating what he's done in the first two Super Bowls. Because in the very first one, which came in his, what, second year of starting? I guess it would have yes. been his second year of starting, but it was his first Super Bowl. He actually played very poorly until about three and a half quarters were gone in the game. True. Because late in the third quarter, they're down 20 to 10. He throws a pathetic interception. Then early in the fourth quarter, he doubles right down, throws an even worse interception, and they're still down 20 to 10. And Jimmy G, as in gag, could not capitalize on either of those interceptions. Jimmy G had the game in his hands, and he literally handed it back to Kansas right. City. 
by in the fourth quarter going 3 of 11 for 36 yards with an interception and badly missed an Emmanuel Sanders who was running free at the goal line with a minute and a half left. Maybe Patrick could have come back from that. But, but again, we might be having a different conversation. Patrick was very fortunate to win the first so Super Skip, Bowl. Skip, how many times have we seen quarterbacks hand the, hand the game right back to Tom Brady? And we never did that. We've seen Tom Brady play bad. And as long as he plays good when it matters most and they win, we keep kudos. The from behind. Think about how bad he played against the Saints, but mm-hmm. it didn't matter because he played good in the end. Think about how bad he played against the Rams, but mm-hmm. it didn't matter because he played good in the end. He now, did. you use that against Patrick Mahomes. You said because he played bad early, everything that he did to come from behind in the 10-point win is disqualified because he put him in that situation. Well, what about Brady? Brady put them behind the eight ball against the Rams. He put them behind the eight well, ball against behind the eight ball. It was just a, it was a close, t- low scoring game. Skip. They were behind two scores. They were behind two scores. Which, which game? The, the Rams this year. No, the, oh, Rams, the Rams this year. year. I thought you meant in the. No, Super no. Bowl. I'm just saying. Oh. So what I'm saying, and, and plus the ten point game, uh, and, and uh, they came back against Seattle. Tom threw a pick. Tom was playing okay, but bad. That was this year. He's 45 years old. Okay, I, I got it. No, I'm talking about the Super Bowl against okay. the Rams, the All league right. of the okay, boom. You keep going back and forth no, between no, this no, year. No, but, I'm okay. say, no right. but what I'm saying yeah. is that when Tom Brady comes back, mm-hmm. we give him credit for coming back. You don't want Tom to get the ball. You better go ahead and put him away. Well, when, Tom, when Patrick Mahomes does the same thing, mm-hmm. you hold that against him. Okay. They were down 10 to the Legion of Boom, and he came back and threw for 124 yards and two touchdowns in the fourth quarter of that game to bring them back from 10 down. Okay. Now let's go to Patrick's second Super Bowl, speaking of Tom Brady, because Patrick just flat out stunk from start to finish, and he wound up with no touchdowns and two picks, and he lost 31-9 to to Tom Brady. Yes. And he played – way worse in that Super Bowl than Brady played in any of his 10 Super Bowls. Brady never played a, a bad Super Bowl. There, you, you can't show me one where you say, that was just, he just had a bad day in that one. He went 10 straight Skip, good days. Skip, the man, the man threw for 5,000 yards. The man had, had, had the number one scoring offense in the history of the NFL at the time and mustered 14 points. Against the, the Giants? Giants. Okay, but what did he do? With, with three minutes left, he starts – it was four minutes left. He starts a drive. He goes 80 yards for a touchdown. Hits Randy Moss for six yards. It's what he always does. He, he won his first six Super Bowls with game-winning drives in the fourth quarter and overtime. He drives them down, and they go ahead 14 to 10. Yeah, it was a really good defense. But he did what he always did. But, Skip, think about what you just said. He did what he always does, rally his team, and puts them ahead. Patrick Mahomes did that in the Super Bowl against the 49ers, but you hold it against him. You said he played bad. He did what Tom did. He, unlike Tom, he won the game. Tom didn't win the game. Patrick did, but you're using that against him. I know, but Patrick tried to throw it to the 49ers twice. He gave it to him and gave it to him and said, beat me. Here, here, beat me. We're down 10. Make it 17. Okay, what, and if it goes to 17, you're not going to come back. Okay, but let me ask you this. Okay, Tom against the Falcons. Did he not throw that game away? Did he not play bad the first half? Yeah. And then in the fourth quarter in overtime, he See, threw for 246. Skip. Okay, Patrick okay. Mahomes in the second half was 13 of 14. Okay, thank you for bringing that up. So they are down, uh, what was it at halftime? 10. 10. They're down 10 at halftime. 24 14. Okay, so in the second half, he goes 13 of 14 for a grand total of 93 yards. He went from stunt pass dazzling in, in his pre, in many of his, pre, his, super, uh, his MVP years, he went to dink and dunk. He went to what we talked about last week in Phoenix. I told you he needs to play more boring football, and you couldn't sort of comprehend it. I said, he's got to be boring. This was as boring a half of football as he's ever played in his career. He just took what the defense gave him. Yes. Bing, 
bink, bink, bink. I'll just take a little of that and a little of that. His two touchdown passes were four and five yards, both of them completely busted coverage right. because they did reverse motion, where yeah. they would go in motion and go, go back. Yeah. And, no, and the Eagles are just lost. Like, yeah. Really? You but, guys do that? But, Skip, if you look at him this year, Skip, mm-hmm. he lost the most dangerous receiver in, in football maybe ever. Okay. And so now the, 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 the situation where him throwing 50 and 60-yard touchdown passes aren't there because they don't have a guy with Tyreek's spe- speed okay. and capabilities. All right. Yet, would you believe that Kansas City in the second half ran for 115 yards? That was what did, did in the, the Eagles. They're, they're just pounding them with, with Pacheco. I told you Pacheco would be the best running yeah. back on the field. Why, why was he that, just yeah. ran angry all over because them. Because why was that? Because the defense was predicated on stopping Patrick Mahomes. So you're running into a light box. And okay. so Andy Reid saw that, says, okay, let's run them. Let's make them get dropped that safety down. And now we're going to have okay. some windows to work one-on-one. Okay. And the biggest play of the second half to me is a 65-yard punt return, the longest in Super Bowl history, that set up first and goal at the five. Uh, uh, you want to talk about a gift touchdown. Okay, you're benefiting from that. It's not all Patrick. If I look at, would you believe that in Brady's first nine Super Bowls, in the fourth quarter alone, in the first nine, he averaged 100 yards passing. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Patrick in the whole second half had 93 total yards in the third and fourth quarters. Brady, in his first nine, averaged 100 yards just in the fourth quarters alone. Okay, can I ask you, what about this here? You do realize in Brady's first Super Bowl, he got a pick six from Ty Law, right? Okay, yep. the biggest play in that come from behind win against Seattle, mm-hmm. it wasn't those touchdowns. It wasn't that 140 yards. What was it? It was a Malcolm Butler INT at the two-yard line. So well, I, what, I could argue against that because it, it takes 124 yards passing and two touchdowns against the Legion of Boone. So let me ask you a question. If Malcolm Butler doesn't make that play, okay, that was the does, final does, play. Does, does New England win that game if Malcolm Butler doesn't make that play? No. No, they do not. Does New England have any hope if Brady doesn't throw a party on the Legion of Boom uh, in the fourth quarter down you, 10? Let me ask you a question. Does, does the Kansas City Chiefs have any hope? of winning Super Bowl against the 49ers or winning that Super Bowl against the mm-hmm. Eagles yep. if Patrick Mahomes is not Patrick Mahomes okay. in the fourth quarter. Okay, I got you. But here, just real quick, here's some fourth quarter totals, passing totals from Tom Brady in Super Bowls. Carolina, 136 in the fourth. Seattle, 124 in the fourth. Atlanta, 196 in the fourth. Philly, the game they lost, 101 in the fourth when he was thrown for a playoff record, 505. Yes, but skill. Brady could have won all 10 of his Super Bowls. He did his part to win, to go 10 and 0 in Super Bowls. But Skip, here's the thing though. But when you talk about it, they didn't run the ball. It was throw, throw, throw. How many yards did they run for? That did uh, um, because remember in the fourth quarter it was a run by Williams that broke the game open against against the 49ers in their first Super Bowl win. Remember Williams went over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. You thought he should have been the MVP. Mm-hmm, I did. Pacheco and McKinnon in the fourth quarter running the football. So it wasn't just all passes like it is for Brady in those situations. Okay, and don't get me started on the game-ending phantom holding call that got called that, that took Jalen out of the, skip, the running skip, to have skip. the football back. You and, I both, you and I both know this. We've been around the game. You covered the game a lot longer than I have. There was going to be controversy regardless because if they don't throw the flag, what's going to be controversial? They didn't throw a flag when it was an obvious hole. They throw the flag and they say they shouldn't have thrown the flag. So there there was no way of getting around the controversy. It was going to be controversy one way or the other. Mm. It all depends on which side of the controversy you're on that's going to work in your favor. I even saw former Super Bowl MVP Julian Edelman yesterday saying that that should not have been called. Matt Skip, 
We done seen, we done saw, we saw Chris Jones hit Tom Brady in the shoulder pass. And what did they call, Skip? Blow to the head and the man ain't touch his head. Mm. So don't get me so the, the Patriots have reaped benefits from call. The Patriots should never call. They got a dynasty started because of a poor job call. That's a they fact. should never. No New England Patriots should ever say anything about somebody got the benefit of the doubt because of a call. They should. Mm. <laughs> mm. The dynasty would have just started the next. No, year. it wasn't. Yes, we, it would have. We, we won't. We won't ever know. Mm. But I know they should. And the New England Patriots a call. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. No, don't say anything, Skip. Mm. Well, I thoroughly look forward to this debate between Brady versus Mahomes being the goat raging for many years to come. Yes. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Well, guys, why don't we start right there yeah. again today? Happy birthday, MJ, 60 years old. His airness made his big splash in the NBA in the dunk contest. And from there, he went on to win 10 scoring titles, six championships. Post-playing career, MJ has become even more of an icon with the global reach of, of course, his Jordan brand, which I'm going to bet you're wearing right now, Skip. How would you define Michael Jordan's impact? Let's start with you. Shannon Sharp, we've talked hours and hours and hours on this show about Michael Jordan. Yes. As he compares to LeBron James. Mm -hmm. And I have said a thousand and one times on this show that Michael Jordan is the rarest athlete I've ever encountered mm -hmm. or closely observed. So here's the point today. As Jen just mentioned, when most ex-superstars turn 60 years of age, their fame is almost always fading. Yes. And Michael Jordan... Or faded. Faded. It's gone. <laughs> it can be gone. Michael Jordan, at 60 to me, correct me if I'm wrong, is bigger than ever. Yeah. He's even larger and larger than life because his legend somehow continues to grow. And I would like 
to thank LeBron James and you, LaShannon Sharp, <laughs> because I do believe that the Michael versus LeBron GOAT debate actually keeps Michael's name more relevant than ever because we, we talk about him, it seems like, every day on this show. So as Jen pointed out, his sneaker line is hotter and hotter than ever with retros dropping, it seems like, every other day. Yes. <laughs> and you love them. You love your LeBrons, but, but you love these, and I live for them. And so the point is, he first wore the ones I just displayed, the ones in his rookie year. How many rookies have a shoe deal? I'll get to that in one second. But he wore them in 1984. Mm-hmm. We're almost 40 years later, and the legend grows. Right. So would you believe that about six weeks from today, a new movie is going to open called Air? Rare stare, but it's Air, and it's about how Nike changed history by fighting to recruit Michael away from Adidas because he wanted to sign with Adidas. And this movie is going to star Ben Affleck as Phil Knight, the CEO and Mm -hmm. impresario of Nike, and Matt Damon as Sonny Vaccaro, who was the sort of the Nike recruiter who brought him to Nike and, and went and knocked on the door of Michael's mother to say, hey, you need to do this. And Viola Davis, the great Viola Davis is going to play Mrs. Jordan, (laughs) Michael's mother. Yeah. So it's still happening. And Michael's timing has always been, to me, the rarest because it's magical. Because what happened when the pandemic hit and and we're all locked inside and we needed something to take us away from the relentless sort of horror of the pandemic? And right on schedule. Everybody had cabin fever. so Cabin fever. (laughs) And. What happened? Here came, wait a second, The Last Dance? Oh, the la- Oh yeah, yes. we're interested in yes. that. And it became, to me, even bigger than Tiger King was. And I, I don't yeah. know if you watched <laughs> yeah, Tiger I do King, remember but, Tiger King, okay, yes, but absolutely. That, that became its rival. And what was it about? It was really going behind the scenes with Michael Jordan in his final year right. in Chicago. Right. And he even prefaced it by saying, I'm not sure people are going to love me for this. Right. And <laughs> he, knew, he knew. He knew because you jumped all over it. We got to see the real Michael yes. Jordan, yes. the one I covered in 1998 in right. Chicago as the lead columnist of the Chicago Tribune. Not a nice guy yeah. behind the scenes. Not, not to be like Mike guy no, <laughs> that was advertised. No. He's a ruthless cold-blooded, relentless yes. basketball killer. Yes. And he drove his teammates nearly over the edge, but he drove them to championships. He did. Different ways to do it. Yeah. LeBron chooses another direction. Yes. LeBron's a really nice guy. Sometimes I argue he's almost too nice of a guy. Right. And yet, somehow, Michael's legend grew. Mm-hmm. Somehow, I reflect back on his career and I say, right on time, He's a freshman at the school that you were the biggest fan of, North Carolina. Yep. And I was there in 1982 in New Orleans. I was courtside. And it was the greatest collection of, of college basketball talent I'd ever seen on one floor. Yes. Carolina versus Georgetown. And who hits the game winner? Yep. The kid made right. and, and at that point, he was Mike Jordan. Right. And he became, after that night, what he was, right. Michael Jordan. Yeah, you had two number one overall draft picks, Patrick Ewing and James Worthy. Ugh. I think Jordan went third overall. I think Sam Perkins went Ugh. top five. <laughs> they, were, they were loaded. You had Sleepy Floyd. Sleepy Floyd, Floyd yeah. was in that draft. a very good yeah. NBA scorer. And 
everything seemed right on time all the way up to the 87 dunk contest when Michael was the first one to take off from the free throw line. Now it's just sort of commonplace, but he took off and, and it became that that flying pose where it looked yeah, like it, he it, was it, literally it, it was flying. A, it was pose, yeah, because if you remember, I think it might have been 77, um, Dr. J took off from the free throw line. But somehow but it, it didn't but, capture the imagination it, it, it like Jordan this. Jordan he took off because he had the ball like this, and it was almost like he was flying. He was flying. And right on time came, do you remember, you're, you're certainly old enough to remember this, the Mars Blackman yeah, Nike ads. Yeah, it's got to be the shoes. It's, it's Spike, Spike Lee. Lee, and he's kind of sitting on Michael's shoulder like a little spirit, you know, and <laughs> money, it's, it's got to be the shoes. Well, well, it is. It's got to be the shoes. And right. it was the perfect branding of what became Jordan brand yes. because kids started thinking, if I buy those sneakers, I can fly. Yes. Right? Yes. And all of a sudden that even took off. And then here came, it was, what was it? 96. Michael was the first to me, the first superstar athlete to break completely out, to cross completely over, and to star in his own Disney movie. I mean, yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a cartoon movie, right. as yeah. you know. It's yeah. Space Jam. A lot of CG yeah. because he's in there with, he, he's in with there. animation. But but it was it was revolutionary. Yes. So here he did. He went again. He's right. he's crossing over, breaking through, right on time. I'd never seen anything like that. I I actually really liked it. Right. We went back and forth about LeBron. He. He pulled his off, okay? But the, the actors that I knew up to that point who'd been ex-athletes were Jim Brown, who, who had some, some pretty big roles. Yeah, he the was, Dirty Dozen. He was pretty yeah, great. Absolutely. 100 Rifles. I yeah. love that. I don't know if you remember that. Mm -hmm. But the point was that, and even O.J. Simpson, I know he's known for other things, but, but he was pretty great as an actor. Yeah. He, could, he could hold his own. Yeah. But, he was the first uh, athlete, Skip, a uh, black athlete, to have commercial success. Yeah. I mean, with the Hurts and the Ojo, the orange juice. It, it, for those old enough to remember, oh, what a force OJ was, was before that happened. That, yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Michael, he just transcended all of, all that, of that with this. Yes. And then, obviously... He goes to six finals and he wins all six and he's got six MVPs and he's got the walk-off moment mm -hmm. at Utah in game six. It's like you couldn't script it better. So this is just me. In my life and times, the many years I've been closely observing sports and loving sports with all my heart and soul, for me, this is just my side of the table, there have been three transcendent figures in sports who on rare competitive drive rose above all the rest. And there are many, many great ones, including LeBron James and Kobe Bryant. I can go on. But for me, it was Ali. Okay. Then it was Jordan. Mm -hmm. Tiger. And now it's Tiger. And listen, what Tiger Woods did yesterday, birding the last three holes, I know a lot of people don't love golf, but, but at Riviera, having not played a second of competitive golf after nearly killing himself in a car wreck two years ago right here, after this tournament, mm -hmm. to go out there and compete with Rory McIlroy Just and Justin Thomas in that grouping and, and to birdie the last three holes to, to climb back into contention at minus two, it was just extraordinary because it's just who he is. Mm -hmm. It's who he's always been. It's rare, rare air that the, all those yeah. three were in. But for me, this is just me, maybe because I had the privilege and honor of getting to know him in Chicago and being around him a little bit. 
Not the nicest guy. I, I, I'll be the first to tell you, not LeBron off the court. Right. Didn't care about the off the court impact. He is the most supreme. He rises above even Ali and Tiger as the greatest competitor ever and the rarest athlete ever. And again, I'm dumbfounded that he has just turned 60 years of age and he is still more relevant than ever. Yeah, he is. I think the thing for me, Skip, is that <laughs> uh, I, I'm listening and I can't disagree with anything that you said. But if you notice what you said, you said he won six championships and you said he won these many MVPs and he did this and he did that. That was the last thing that you mentioned because I believe he's most known for the shoe. <laughs> okay. It became a cultural phenomenon. Uh, obviously, the championships drove the popularity yes. of the shoes, but go ahead. But Skip, yeah. it, was, it was the colorway. Normally, mm -hmm. you got a black shoe, you got a white shoe, okay. but you didn't have the combination. No. And then the way he played, you, you, you're absolutely right. He was almost like he was levitating. He was flying through the air. He, what his shoe did, it was okay. You see people wear sneakers with tuxedos. That was black. You better not come in here with a suit and some sneakers on. He did that. He did that. He did. He that. made it okay because the shoe, the Concord, the black and the white skip, and the cool grays and the colorways that he put together, it was just like you had to have that shoe. You were not a kid or cool kid. And my mom moved heaven and earth to get me that shoe. A $65 sneaker? What did you get first? The twos were the first one that I got. That's still my foot. Look, they're, they're, it's not the most popular, but yeah. it's still my favorite because my mom ended up waiting first. in line to get it. Okay. Um, $65, and then it went up to, to $100 for a sneaker, <laughs> and now they're two twenty-five. But, Skip, you look at what they sold. They was hoping to sell 100,000 pair the first year. They sold 450,000 the first month. At the time when Jordan, Skip, you know, Adidas and Cons, dominated the market in the shoe market, in the basketball market. Absolutely. Because Dr. J wore the cons, and so did Larry Bird and Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan. Magic Johnson and, and Larry Bird had the weapons. Yeah. And a lot of the big time, Isaiah Thomas, all of the big time, the they most, did. they had uh, um, Converse. They did. When he came out with that shoe, it was like the great migration. Everybody wanted Nike. And he changed it. Skip, you're right. He is... I believe he's most known for the shoe because the shoe, everybody, everybody wasn't playing basketball like they do now, but they wanted that shoe. And if you got that shoe, you were it. Mm -hmm. Couldn't no one tell you anything. So I believe the reason why he's had permanence, longevity, sustainability is because of that shoe, Skip. Mm -hmm. Skip, the man hadn't played basketball in 20 damn years. <laughs> and he still has the number one shoe. Skip, you remember when athletes retired, they might have a shoe. But when they're retired, ain't nobody making no more shoes for them. They still make Jordan. It's still the number one shoe. And the man hadn't played basketball in 20-something years, Skip. How do you explain that? You can't. It's him. And nobody's ever, nobody is ever going to, I don't believe anybody can surpass what he's done with the shoe. You, you, you just can't, Skip. He's, he was first. And you, like you said, they, they retro. It's not like they're coming out with new Jordan. They're just retroing the old ones. Mm -hmm. He, I, Skip, it's never. I don't believe an athlete. I don't believe an athlete, a, a, a North American athlete. Now you might say uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi. Some of those soccer guys rival him in popularity. Yeah. But I don't believe you'll find another North American athlete that will eclipse, surpass, or come close to what Michael Jordan was or is. Thank you. 
So my history with Jordans, I wear them every day on the show, mm -hmm. but I'm old enough to remember when there was no choice but Converse All-Stars. Chuck, Chuck Taylors. Taylors. <laughs> That's all you had. But you, skipped, when, you were clean. When Man, I was you get some crease jeans, okay. a white, uh, the, 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 the high top or the lows, but they came in different colors, Skip. You had but the white. I, but I'm talking about playing. Yeah, playing white. That's all you had was you had the white ones or you the had the black, black ones. ones. And that yeah. was all you. Yeah. You didn't have the red ones no, or the green, green ones. The now blue. you got those. You, yeah. Okay. And then all of a sudden, we graduated into Adidas superstars. And yeah. they're low cut. And I had several pair of those because yeah. it was the hottest thing. Yeah, and the Kareem, thing Kareem, on the wore, Kareem wore top 10 Adidas. He was the Adidas okay. guy. All right. And then all of a sudden, the ones hit in 84. And it took off. Mm -hmm. But when I actually tried to play basketball in the ones which I'm wearing as right. we speak, they just tore my feet yeah, to pieces. Yeah, they, 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 I don't and, know and how he, he tried did. to bring them back at, at one point and play in them. And his feet are all bleeding. He tried to wear them at the garden when, yeah. when he, right? And his, <laughs> yeah. his last, what he thought was going to be his last appearance in the garden in 98. Yes. Okay. And they just ripped his feet. They're actually not made to play basketball no, in. I don't no. even get it. Right. But they're made to walk around in yes. because they look good. Right. And I've tried to play in several. Some of them work and some of them don't. Right. They're not really made to play basketball right. in, though I'm sure a lot of kids have. And then skip what they found out they started doing. They started out making shoes, especially for Michael Jordan. The shoe that was for Michael Jordan to play in wasn't the shoe that they sold in the store. So he had orthotics and he had a special, you know, he had special contraptions because he was going to be playing. These and now skip, most of the time they don't play basketball in Jordans. They walk around in Jordans. <laughs> That, that, that's an attire. That's for you to go out to a nice event or you go to a basketball game or, Skip, you go to a function. People are not really not buying Air Jordans to play in there. They're not. So I do want to compliment LeBron James once again on all the work he's done off the court. Social, racial, justice, commentary, risking his endorsements yeah. to take stands that might not be quite up there with Ali or no. Bill Russell right. because he didn't have to endure the racism those two right. had to right. do as right. they were right. breaking through. Right. But still, it took guts, it took courage, it took wisdom. When he speaks, I listen. Right. And Michael just chose, he, he was almost adamant about it. I, I don't do that. Right. I, I'm just an athlete. I'm a really great athlete. I think I'm the greatest ever. Mm -hmm. But... I don't have any interest in speaking about those right. issues. Right. And there was the classic quote, and I'm not sure whether he actually said it or not, that Republicans... He, he, he might have said it, Skip, but it might have been tongue-in-cheek. I think it was on a bus, yeah. you know, back and forth, right. as you know, like locker room repartee. Yeah, oh, oh, yes. Hey, Republicans buy sneakers, too. Right. Okay. So, in the biggest picture... He chose not to take that path, mm -hmm. but it hasn't derailed him. No. It hasn't wrecked him. But over the, la over the last 10 years, Skip, you see he just made a $10 million donation to Make-A-Wish Foundation. He just did. Uh, he's, put, he's given five, he $10 million to other uh, charities. It's a, it's a very good point. And so I, I think the thing is, I, I, I'm a firm believer, Skip, it's never too late to do the right thing. And I know a lot of people like, well, he could have done this so much. And they find, you know, well, that's just tax write-off. Well, you're not giving anything. You can get a tax write-off, too, if you donate some money. So stop trying to criticize someone for doing the right thing because he could have done nothing, yep. but he chose to do something. It might not be to the magnitude of what you like, yep. but at some point in time, you just got to say, you know what? Kudos. Thank you, Michael. And because we've seen him do this over the last several years, give sums of money to worthy charities and, and, and try to uh, uh, make it better for a lot of different people. So, but Skip...
we know the acrobatics and the, the tongue hanging out yep. and the flying through the air. It's the shoe money. It's got to be the shoe. It's got to be the shoe, Skip. Would you agree with me? Because you've said you've walked into rooms with him. Yes. And it almost feels like he levitates yes. in the room. Yes. I'm talking about in a suit, you yes. know, not in a basketball yes. uniform. Skip, ask anybody that's ever been around him for the first time. Ask Shaq. Ask anybody that's ever been around Michael Jordan. I'm talking about the biggest. And Skip, I've been around some, you know, I've met Oprah. I've met Denzel. met Samuel Jackson. I've met some big-time entertainers. You have. Uh, Hove, uh, yep. Drake. Yeah. This man here. Like I said, I, I, I don't even feel comfortable talking about it because I, I can imagine in uh, biblical times what it was to see the man walk, walk that could walk on water. I can just imagine. I'm not saying he's that, and I don't no. want to be blasphemous or no, sacrilegious, I, I but Skip, you. it does seem like this man is levitating. He doesn't seem real. He is the closest thing to superhuman <clears throat> I've ever encountered yes. in human life. Yes. He had a quality, has a quality about him that was so rare that I felt like I'd never been in anybody's force field like that before. Right. And that force field transferred to the basketball court to where just the way Tiger dominated golf, where, where people were afraid of him. Right. His competitors right. cowered when they looked up on the leaderboard and saw the red numbers start going up for Tiger Woods. Same for this man especially in the second three-peat, it got to the point when he stepped on the floor, they just felt defeated. Right, Because right. this man can levitate on the basketball yes. court. He, he will do things that no one's ever done right. before. And I told you in that year I had of covering the Bulls in 98, the last dance season, every night I went to the United Center when they played a home game, the house that Michael built, he would do one thing a night where I'd say, I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Mm -hmm. That's just who he was. Right. Cold-blooded basketball assassin of the highest order. Right. And then he walks it off by stealing the ball from Carl Malone in a game six <clears throat> that Scotty was both sick and injured in. And he scored <laughs> more than half of their points yeah. that night. At Utah in right. game six. And remember, yeah, 45 or then yeah, 88 or something. Yeah. yeah. And no, it was less than 88, I think. But, but he had 45. <laughs> and game seven was scheduled for Utah. Right. So they were going to have to turn right around in two nights and play a game seven, maybe without Scottie Pippen at all. Right. And he said, no, I, I got this. Right. And he dribbles the ball up the floor, and he gets away with a little push-off, which was more legal then than it might be now. Let me ask you this, Skip. You're old enough to remember the Beatles, and you say that's your favorite group. Yep. I, I know I, the Rolling Stones are right there, but okay. go ahead. I'll, so, I'll give you the Beatles. Yep. I guess Michael Jackson in his prime when he toured, and people would faint just to see him or his mere presence, okay. or, the, I, or the Beatles. I also got to see Michael Jackson in concert, but go ahead. And I saw Prince three times in concert, but go I ahead. I guess Michael has to be that. If you saw Michael Jackson in his I prime. Did. I did. I guess that's what you felt. Or you saw the Beatles when they were touring, and, and now for you, the Rolling Stones. Yeah, I, I didn't. I wasn't old enough to actually see the Beatles in but, concert, but I've seen the. But, I saw him on Ed Sullivan yeah, that night but I, when they broke the record. I guess that's something that's yeah, comparable it is. when you see Michael Jordan. I would agree. It, it, I'll give you Michael Jackson because at his apex, at his epitome, thriller, it, 
yeah. he transcended yeah. life. People, people would faint yeah. just in his mere presence. That, that is correct. That's, a, that's the best comparison that you've made. He's right there in that realm. Right. And was Tyson, was Tyson in the ark? No, not to me. Just on sheer intimidation and force. Because Hove had the song, Mike Jackson, Mike Jordan, Mike Tyson. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? So those, so. The, the, just the phenomenon that was Tyson when, when you couldn't even get to the middle of the ring before he knocked you out. Right. Hitting that apex when he knocked out um, Michael Spinks. Binks, yeah. In 91, 90 seconds, 91 seconds. Yeah. But, but then he couldn't sustain. Right. And. It's, it's almost Shaq-like where he didn't keep himself in, in good enough shape. He, yeah. he just didn't, he, he couldn't continue, but Michael continued. And, again, I've never seen anything like it. I don't think we'll ever see anything like it. You know it what? I, I don't think we will either. So, happy birthday, Michael Jordan, and congratulations. This, you're, you're still hot. He, he yeah. still is. He's going to yeah. always be hot. <laughs> so they make those shoes. Hope yeah. it is a fantastic celebratory weekend, MJ.